This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Western fires burn out of control. It's like the seven plagues, biblical sense. Storm bears down on Gulf Coast. It's hot and things are going to be rough. Indoor rally in a pandemic. Thousands of loyal, hardworking, great American patriots. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Over and over again, the scene has been described as apocalyptic in western states ravaged by wildfires. At least 35 people have died and the smoke has made the air quality dangerous in parts of Washington, Oregon and California. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. In Oregon, more than a million acres have burned in a week, killing at least 10 people, including Peggy Masso and her 13-year-old grandson, Wyatt Tofty. He was the sweetest child. Wyatt's great-aunt, Susan Vaslov, says the boy's father had left to get a generator when the fire moved in. He stumbled upon a badly burned woman. She can't talk, but somewhere along the line, she either scribbles it or she whispers it, I am your wife. So he didn't even recognize her. Two days later, Wyatt, the couple's only child, was found with his grandmother in the family car, with his dog in his lap. Now to the Gulf Coast, where by this time tomorrow, forecasters say a hurricane will be lashing the region. Sally, which is a tropical storm now, has people in Mississippi and Louisiana boarding things up and taking precautions. You rather prepare for it and be ready for it rather than not do anything at all and then come back and have it replace everything. Some evacuees from Hurricane Laura are still in New Orleans, an area that could be hit hard by Sally. The latest CBS News Battleground Tracker poll has Joe Biden clinging to a slim lead in Arizona. A state President Trump won in 2016, and the Democrat has a nine-point edge in Minnesota. CBS News Director of Elections, Anthony Salvanto. If there's one key group that's been trending towards the Democrats, you want to watch in all these states, it is those college degree-holding women with whom Joe Biden is building much larger leads 
than the Democrats had back in 2016. On 60 Minutes, correspondent Scott Pelley spoke with Bob Woodward. President Trump admitted to Woodward in taped interviews for his book that he downplayed the coronavirus threat. I said it's a tough book. There are going to be things that you are not going to like. But it looks like I don't have it on this book, but we'll get you sometime later. It's tough, sir. And after you told the president that it was, in your words, a tough book, what did he do? An hour and a half later, he tweeted that the Bob Woodward book is going to be fake. President Trump's indoor rally yesterday in Nevada was condemned by the state's Democratic governor as unsafe. CBS's Nicole Killian is in Las Vegas. Tell your governor to open up your state, by the way. While those behind the president and in front of the cameras wore masks, most of the crowd did not. But that didn't bother supporters like Mila Christensen, who camped out overnight. I'm not wearing a mask. That's a, it shows that I trust my president. The average number of daily reported coronavirus cases in the U.S. is down about 18 percent in the last two weeks. As CBS's David Begno tells us, many colleges are the new hotspots. According to a New York Times survey of more than 1,600 schools, colleges and universities recorded more than 36,000 coronavirus cases in just the last week. An outbreak at Michigan State University has county health officials urging all students to self-quarantine for 14 days. But not everyone is convinced that that plan is going to work long term. Eventually, most people are going to get it. And that is exactly what worries infectious disease experts like Dr. Michael Osterholm. With the colleges and universities opening, with people experiencing even more pandemic fatigue, we're going to see these numbers grow substantially. Bars will be allowed to reopen today in Florida for the first time since June. John Sanfilippo owns several and wants to make sure they stay open. We don't want the industry to get shut down again, so we have to ask people to please follow the social distancing guidelines. There was a vigil last night in Southern California. For the two L.A. County Sheriff's deputies who were shot and wounded over the weekend while they were in a patrol car near a train station in Compton. The two deputies were doing their job, minding their own business, and watching out for the safety of the people on the train and seeing somebody just walk up and just start shooting on them. It pisses me off. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva says there is surveillance video of the attack. No arrests have been made. A $100,000 reward is being offered up. A sheriff's deputy in Clayton County, Georgia, has been fired after he was caught on video repeatedly punching a black man during a traffic stop. 26-year-old Roderick Walker was a passenger in a car pulled over for an apparent broken taillight. There's been an 11th-hour switch in the sale of a popular but controversial video app. CBS's Vicki Barker. At the last minute, TikTok rejected Microsoft's bid for its U.S. operations, opting instead for Oracle. Oracle co-founder Larry Ellison is a strong supporter of President Trump. Not clear if that will be enough for the president to drop his plan to ban the Chinese-owned app over national security fears. 71-year-old Yoshihida Suga has been elected the new head of Japan's ruling party, assuring he'll win a parliamentary election later on this week to become the country's next prime minister. In our School Matters series, CBS's Jim Crisula says some parents in the pandemic have discovered there's no place like home for schooling. Homeschooling numbers are skyrocketing. Our numbers are up about 40%. Zan Tyler founded the South Carolina Association of Independent Homeschools. 
parents, not only in South Carolina, but nationwide, began realizing they may have to do something differently this year than they've ever done. That includes Julie Kent, who lives in Columbia, South Carolina. As Corona was increasing, I thought, if as a stay-at-home mom, I have this opportunity to invest in my children during their formative years, plus I can protect them from this crazy virus, why wouldn't I take that opportunity? The U.S. Open tennis final was won for the ages. Dominic Team became the first man in 71 years to win the title after dropping the first two sets. It's Dominic Team's time. On ESPN, the Austrian rallied to win the final three against Alexander Zavreyev in a nearly empty Arthur Ashe Stadium. As the pandemic lingers, millions of Americans need work. But some employers are concerned about keeping good people once the economy rebounds. Salary reductions and planned salary freezes. The reasons why employers are highly concerned about retaining key workers during COVID-19. They're worried that with new job openings and new job opportunities coming up, they may be flight risks. Paul McDonald with the staffing firm Robert Half says employers are pitching benefits. Wellness programs, professional development programs, and flexible scheduling. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. In the opening Sunday of NFL action, players locked arms, took a knee, or raised fists during the national anthem. Some teams stayed in the locker room during it all. In Atlanta, the Seahawks kicked off to the Falcons, and the players on the field stood and watched the ball sail into the end zone, then took a knee for 10 seconds. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. 
This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.